what can reading blood work the way I've taught you do for you in your practice? Well, here's what Hillary has to say days after attending the Master Bloodwork Live event. Quote, I have had three patients now and one's coming in next week to read their blood work. I charge $4.25. I work up the protocols and my patients are so happy with the supplements and service. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. It is a game changer. Just wanted to send you a positive, happy note to make your day. This is just the tip of the iceberg, I feel. Hillary is not the only one. Connie introduced the same blood work reading for her current patients. And within days of introducing the new service, she was booked out two months. Danny jumped on a YouTube channel with another person. And within hours of that YouTube video going live, she had over 80 people reach out. And within the next week, I believe she said it was said it was up to 150. Margaret has recently doubled her prices, so she's not resenting it anymore. These are just a few examples. What can it do for you? Come see what it's all about at my next live and free workshop, August 30th. Get all the details at drkileyburton.com slash free dash workshop. And that workshop is just for you practitioners. This podcast is sponsored by my favorite supplement companies, Systemic Formulas and MyBiome. Come join me inside their private Facebook group for practitioners called Systemic Formulas Clinical Nutrition. All right, let's get started so you can have more freedom, more impact, and more income. Here we go. Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, Dr. Kylie. Today is a Thursday episode, which means it's for you practitioners, but really anybody can tune into this because today's topic is all about trust and trusting in ourselves, trusting in our gut, trusting ourselves to take that next leap into building our practice, building our business, having more impact, and really whatever it is that you're doing, trusting ourselves. And Jen Polson is here with us today to help us do that. So welcome on, Jen. Hey, everyone. Uh, Jen, if you haven't heard, she comes into the 90-day program, Mastermind Members, and helps us with our mindset and our emotions, getting those blocks out of our own, out of our way so we can get out of our own way. Um, it's awesome what she's helped me with and what she's helped the members in there with. In fact, last call, we had a lot of uh, mindset blocks come up. We had some really brave individuals share what goes on in between their ears. And the more we talk about on these Thursday episodes, how important this mindset is. So today's topic is all about trust. Yes. <laughs> trust is something that's probably one of the biggest um I don't know, like things that people feel insecure about, especially when you're starting a business, when you're starting, you know, something new. Second guessing ourselves is a very common, uh, what do you call it? Like subconscious fight or flight response. It's a protective response to second guess ourselves because our subconscious brain wants to protect us from rejection, wants to protect us from getting hurt wants to protect us from feeling stupid, wants to protect us, protect us, protect us. So what happens is um, we start questioning our gut, our intuition, 
our inspiration, our brilliant ideas, and um, and then this battle starts to happen within. You can you know what that's about, right? I know what that's about. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we make a decision, and it's like, oh crap, what did I just do? Or should I? Um, I think a lot of the decisions come when when we're faced with accepting a patient scenario. Like for example, I had one recently where they reached out and young, 32 years old, same as age as myself, as a wife, because her husband, same age, very healthy guy, was having seizures. And I think, holy crap, seizures, uh, I don't know if I want to take that one on. They had been to the neurologist, the cardiologist, every ologist known to mankind, and yet nobody could figure out why these seizures were occurring. And I was, again, trusting. I wasn't trusting myself in taking on that case at this point. So I was started to call colleagues, <laughs> called three different colleagues, actually, as like, hey, I have this person. I want to give them to you. But all three of them told me no. So fine. <laughs> I'll do it. You got a sign. <laughs> you are yeah. the one. So I was, just went back to my knowledge. Okay, what do I know? I know that I don't care about diagnoses. I don't care about symptoms, even though this symptom seems to be like a really major one. I'm going to go back to the blood work. I'm going to see what's in there, and I'm going to treat it like everything else I've treated it. Love it. We've hit, this is now, I think we're, we're two months in past this treatment plan. And really the only thing that I found in his blood work was unstabilized blood sugar. Every time a seizure happened, his blood sugar would skyrocket. And we're still working on the why. And then the other part was his eosinophil count was like 11. And he had done, they would seen that number. So throughout all of his testing, he had done all of the environmental allergies and all the food allergy testing. And it all had come back completely clear, which is very oh. unusual nowadays, yeah. especially. So they were all puzzled, like, why is this number so high? And yet all these markers are completely negative and in the green. And in my world, I'm like, okay, if that's ruled out, then let's do. They're very healthy. Like, I was very impressed with their ability to, you know, talk about mold and water and all the aspects of health. Because that, in my mind, was immediately, okay, it's a mold reaction. But no, they cleared that possibility out already. So right now we're doing blood sugar stabilization and parasite destruction. And then the key phrase with his lifestyle was, I work around power lines and generators. And I was like, oh, man, I think that's a big piece of the puzzle. Oh, interesting. So we've got some protective barriers. I just started off with like a wrist bracelet. Um, and then he hasn't been doing it for a little, for a little while because if he hits a seizure while he's up on that power line, no bueno. So anyways, I trusted my gut and I just went back to what I knew and what I've become extremely good at and went I with it. That. There's been some bumps in along the way, but there's been some good things too. So I love, trust. like, I love how you got yourself back there. I'm like, you, you're consistent in doing your inner work, right? So you got to the point and this is where you know, all of your people can look, look to you as an example of this is like, okay, you doubted yourself 
you're a human being, right? We all do that no matter, you know, how much money we make, how successful we are, how many success stories there are. We have those moments where we doubt ourselves, but then you went back to, okay, what do I know? Like, and you, like you calmed your nervous system down. And that's kind of like, that's such a perfect example of like what the process is, you know, of like getting back reconnected to yourself and your, like your purpose, you know, why you're doing, why you do what you do. And it's such a powerful mindset tool. And the reason it worked so well for you is because you've worked through a lot of, you know, a lot of your stuff and you continue to do that. And, and so Another thing that I thought about too, as you know, we're working with your, um, your the people that you're training on how to read labs and add this into their businesses, as people put themselves out there more, and I've noticed, you know, more of your uh, clients are making videos, and I know a lot of times it's like you put something out there, you put a video out there, and then the, like the fear starts to set in, or the like, oh my gosh, should I, should I have done that? Did I sound stupid? Like you start to question, you know, question yourself and your subconscious starts to kick in like after you take a significant action step. And so that's something to recognize too. Like um, when you recognize it, you can stop the spiraling part. Um, But as you were talking, I had some affirmations come up that want to clear and I want to connect everyone on this this listening to this call um, you know remember that when we question ourselves when we not don't trust ourselves that comes from some childhood programming right like a lot of times we might hear our parents or other adults say you know you got to be careful don't do that you know why did you do that that's not safe you know like you know all the things we tell kids <laughs> A lot of times it's just our own fear. I know I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old right now. And every time I talk to you, I'm like, oh, crap, what are they, what messaging are they getting? Um, Everything is repairable. (laughs) That is the... Yeah, now that I'm 32. Um, Yeah, but you're getting started so much younger than a lot of people do, you know? So anyway, but so like, let's just... Everyone take a nice deep breath and like think about the things in your life that you're not trusting yourself on. And if you're saying, oh, no, I trust myself, then I want you to ask yourself the question, what action steps are you not taking? <laughs> you know, because there you can find little things going on in your business. You know, are you are you asking for the sale? Are you doing your doing follow ups? Are you putting yourself out there so people know what you're doing? Are you doing that consistently? Are you, um, you know, yeah, just how well are you and consistently are you putting yourself out there? If you feel like, oh, I could do more, why aren't I doing more? Then that's just a a little indication that, you know, there might be uh, a little disconnect in trusting yourself. So, it's okay to recognize and acknowledge that you just want to take a nice deep breath and we're going to have the intention of releasing that because all that is is stuck energy from some old, 
you know, comment that you heard as a kid, you know, that you don't have to live out in your life as an adult, right? So um, take a breath on that. And let's connect everyone to a few simple affirmations that are going to give you a new belief system about trusting yourself. So first one is, I am safe. I just want you to say that, breathe that in. I am safe. Because our subconscious belief system thinks that we're not safe, right? So we have to reprogram it, give it an upgrade. You know, like, I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe um, being a practitioner. I'm safe sharing with people what I offer. I'm safe asking to be paid well, you know, for what I, for my expertise. Like, everything is safe. Okay, that's the first message we're giving your brain. The next one is I am capable. And being capable has nothing to do with your, like, amount of knowledge that you have. Right? Uh, no, nobody knows everything right? That learning and growing is just a process. We're all in the middle of it. And, but when you understand and trust that you're capable, then that will give you a lot of confidence. And it's kind of like what Kylie, what Dr. Kylie went back and explained like, Hey, I just, I, I know what I, I know how to look at the labs. I know how to, um, get to the roots. You know, I know how to see the imbalances. Like she knows what she's capable of. She just went back to that. So everyone take a breath on that. I am capable. I love the next one. <laughs> I am smart enough. You know, it being smart does not mean you know all the answers. And I think I've kind of noticed in the practitioners group, like, that some people think that they need to know all the answers and puts a, puts a lot of pressure on yourself and then you start to doubt yourself and not trust yourself. And so we just want to release that energy of like that you have to know everything. You don't. Okay, you're smart enough to figure it out. With that too, Jen, when it comes to smart enough, it's the comparison. I know for me, it's like, well, if I only had his brain, I only had his experience. And there's two, I remember when I when I was an assistant to uh, Dr. Jerry Duggar, who's been on this podcast, um, he, I always thought, you know, how would I, how am I ever going to reach his status? How am I ever going to know what he knows? Well, I was comparing my chapter one to his chapter right. 20. And then it became, you know, Dr. Greg Mojan, who's also come on this podcast several times, and I've worked with him one-on-one. And now we're colleagues. We shoot each other messages and questions back and forth all the time. But it's a comparison of, well, compared to her or compared to them, compared to him, I don't know much. But here's the thing. Just with that story about the seizures. Funny thing is I had like four people with seizures that week. That was just one of them. <laughs> and I don't know what happened with the energy, but people with seizures were attracted to me. And the idea of it for me was I'm going to go back to what I know because that's what I know. And for one, that's what I'm extremely good at. I want to be 
the expert in this, not the person that knows a little bit of everything. I call them the person, Mm -hmm. the jack of all trades. You know, if you're going to hire someone to come help build your house, you're going to build an electrician, you're going to hire a plumber, you're going to hire a framer, you're going to hire, but these are all pieces that are needed to build the house. The plumber doesn't know what the framer knows and the tech, the electrician doesn't know what the plumber knows. Like, why do us as practitioners feel like we have to know everything in every aspect? We shouldn't. And yet we put that weight upon our shoulders. And now we can let it go. And as soon as you release it and realize, yeah, and realize like yesterday there was a, a comment on the social media page that said, um, I want to know details about Epstein-Barr virus. And at first I took it like a little personal hit because I've shared a lot about Epstein-Barr virus, but again, it's just, the, it's the basics. I don't go into mm-hmm. that one virus in detail really in anything. And that's what this person was want, was wanting. So I could have jumped in and said like, oh, well, I've taught you some things, you know. And no, it's it's not about, for the first it was, it was like, oh, like trusting in myself, trusting in my knowledge, trusting in my experience. And then I realized once I came back around and I said, yeah, I trust in myself, my knowledge and my experience. She's just wanting a little bit more. And I don't have that to offer because I haven't delved into that niche specifically. When it comes to blood work, though, like that's my jam. So trusting in ourselves and not comparing us against other practitioners, especially. Whether it be because of their smarts or all the stuff that they know, or whether it be because of the success that we see that they're having. Right. Love that. Um, The next affirmation I have for everyone is, I know enough. Perfect. Okay. And even if you don't know specific details, you know enough to find out more information if you need more information, like kind of goes back to, you know, the art, what we've been talking about this whole time is like, um, yeah, just trusting that everything is going to come. Everything you need will come. Everything you need to figure out, you'll be able to figure out. Um, which leads me to the next affirmation is, I don't know if this is a word. Everything is figure outable. Is that a word? <laughs> I'm making it a word. Everything is figure outable. Um, it's one of the things that you can recognize when you're in the middle of like, oh man, you're feeling really stumped about something. What is your head talk in that moment? You know, are you beating yourself up? Are you like, are you questioning what am I doing this? Who do I think I am? You know, like take a step back, let those things go. And just be like, okay, let's, how, how am I going to figure this out? Who do I know? What resources do I have? Sometimes it's like just being still enough and letting the answer come. But when we're, when we're distracted by all the, you know, head talk, nothing can get through. So that's a really like powerful mindset tip right there is just stop and be still for a minute. And just have that intention of being open to receiving. And then it's like, you know, 
you can get moving again. Yeah. Jim, before we move on to the next affirmation, the one concept that popped into my mind was I, I talked to so many people who are, you know, they've been a chiropractor for 25 years and they don't want to do chiropractic anymore. But yet they're so terrified that that's their, that's their identity. That's who they are. That's what they do. How can they do something else? How can they pivot to something else? And part of everything is figure outable. If you want to figure out how to take that leap, you have to let something go. And that can be difficult. So for example, um, I was working with a chiropractor this past week, helping her navigate. How do I go from $5 appointments for 40 hours a week and being booked out for a month in advance with those, yet I'm working 10 hour days. How do I go from that to more of a combined chiropractic functional medicine with 30 minute appointments where I'm doing blood work and programs and and she was really hesitant to to let some of those patients go to let some of those scheduling aspects go and I was like well what we want you to be a mom you got three kids left at home two of them have already gone Let's get your schedule fine-tuned so you're home when they go to school and you're home when they get home from school. Do you think that's possible? She's like, oh, that's a dream. Let's make the dream a reality. But you're going to have to let some of this stuff go. When you, when you get rid of insurance, you're going to lose some patience. It's okay. But you're going to mold into this new journey, this new you, this new lifestyle and making those sacrifices, figuring out what needs to be, what's required is going to be totally worth it for you and the patients you continue to work with. Okay. Don't be afraid to take that leap and figure stuff out and not be afraid and trust in what you have to let go for something new to arrive. And I've experienced the same thing. I get messages daily. Hey, can you please read my labs? I just want you to read my labs. I don't want anybody else to read my labs. Yeah, I could take that on, but I have no energy for it anymore. And I love what I'm doing with the practitioners. So I've I've just had to let that go and suggest, hey, I have these practitioners now that I've trained. I would love to get you connected with the right one. I love it. So good. As you, you have to let something go. I as you were as you were talking, I was um this affirmation came to me as like I am open to the journey and new possibilities. Um, and it's easy. Uh, it's easy to let go of. Let's just say what's not for my highest good. You know, and it's not that what you're letting go of is bad. It's just not serving you as well as it, you know, as something else could be. And so to everyone, take a breath on that if you're feeling that. Um, and, and I, the next affirmation I wrote down is I am coachable. And you guys are so lucky to be able to have Dr. Kylie coaching you through this process you know, because there's, you know, she's a little farther, she's farther down the road than you are. She's not attached emotionally 
to, you know, your business. So she is able to see more possibilities and she's able to help you create a new vision of what's possible. And that is the power of having a coach and having a community that's, you know, doing the same thing together. You know, well, I experienced that right out of school. I, I hired Greg Monjon as my coach. I don't literally like months after I opened up my practice, one of those moments where God just literally put him in my life in a random restaurant in Utah County at the same time. Um, and he said to me, he's like, well, what are you going to do when you have a baby? You're just going to shut your practice down for three, six months? No, I can't do that. Let me teach you this world of virtual. As a chiropractic student right out of school, that was the only thing I knew. I only knew chiropractic. Adjust, 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 adjust. And he put this light bulb into my head like, wait a second. I can do virtual health coaching. And then I went virtual and then COVID hit. Yeah. <laughs> now it's the thing to do. But I had no idea that there were possibilities like that, which is why mentors and coaches are so helpful because they can see more than the box that we've put ourselves into. Yeah. And remember, when you, when you feel resistant to being coached, that is your subconscious trying to protect you. And... You might be having thoughts about, oh, it costs so much money. It's going to take time. It feels uncomfortable. I don't know if anyone's going to want me. You know, like all these things like start surfacing, usually when it's the right thing to do in the right direction. So notice the resistance that you have. Um, but but then, and, and, you know, and doing this work to get releasing, you know, this old energy and these old patterns are going to help you be more in tune with your trusting yourself and your intuition. Um, remember to go back to those initial feelings before all the head start started to kick in. Like what, what does your heart, what is your heart really like leaning towards? Super important. Um, and then be coachable, like get, get the support. You know, that's, that's going to change everything. Um, and then the last affirmation that I have is really what you said earlier, Kylie, is I trust in myself, my knowledge and experience. Everyone take a nice deep breath on that. And I think that's a beautiful way to, you know, end like this part of the conversation, you know, just, I trust myself, my knowledge and my experience. Big breath. Feels I just want to leave people breathe that into you. Like say that over and over again. I trust in myself, my knowledge and my experience. And that's a wrap. Thanks, Jen. I love it. Thanks. All right, you have more tools now. Go out and change the world. Make your impact, make your mark, and let's change lives together. This podcast is sponsored by my favorite supplement company, Systemic Formulas and MyBiome. If you're not using them in your practice, you should be. Come join me inside their private Facebook group for practitioners called Systemic Formulas Clinical Nutrition. I'll see you in the Facebook group, and I'll see you on the next live and free workshop, August 30th. I'm here to help, Dr. Kylie.